I've been recording this prime comedy. I missed the prime comedy there. Imagine, imagine that. Matt not hitting record. God, don't worry. It. There's going to be so much more prime comedy through the rest of this episode. Guaran- guaranteed. It is time to riot. Okay. All right. We got permission from uh, from Jesse here. We're doing this. Three, two, one. Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt, Danny, Anthony, and Big G. Welcome, Magic Folk, to episode 170 of This Week in MTG, your aggregate news podcast of the of, of This Week in MTG, of Magic the Gathering. Sorry, already. We're, we're the aggregate news source for This Week in MTG. We're the aggregate we news us, podcast. We call ourselves This Week in MTG. Yes, we have a name. That's how we <laughs> construct it together in words. Sometimes. Words are hard. We're your yeah, hosts. We are. I'm Matt. There's Danny with the pucker face like a baby. What's up? Over there, we got Big G. What up? Uh, who's also enjoying. Have you, have you took a sip yet? No, not yet. I'm, I'm, I'm finishing this. You told me to finish okay. this one first. I, did, I thought you said you were going to down it. Well, yeah, it's okay. down a lot faster than it usually is. Fair. Uh, he he's drinking beer. We don't have Anthony tonight, but I do got to inter- I, I I feel like I need to introduce him because he took the time to put his title in here, and the real estate tycoon Anthony. And from my understanding, clearly, you, <laughs> clearly, he is not the real estate tycoon. You and Danny would because, get that reference because notice how he's not here. He doesn't. He doesn't have his little plot of yeah. land. So, Anthony, you suck at real estate. <laughs> Get good scrum. <laughs> and the great thing is, I can say this shit because I know he's gonna listen, Danny. <laughs> he'll eventually listen, or he'll pop on after the fact. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? But yes, here we are. Welcome. Uh, we're here for a rip roaring good time. This episode. Wait, is- Matt. Guess what? Chicken butts. No. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, man! What? A- oh, that was not even on. <laughs> yeah, not even on. So this is gonna be just be the Matt show right now. Nothing else to fucking worry about. What am I worried about? We're Happy gonna- birthday, man! We're gonna clip this shit. I'll clip this shit. This ain't gonna be in there. <laughs> Here's the fun part. You ready? We're gonna work this shit in throughout the whole episode. Birthday boy. So with this episode, it's going to be very unscripted. I'm hey, going to... Garrett. What's up? Guess how old he is. He's the big three O. I was going to say he's as old as Magic. Oh, there you go. Yes. Okay. If we're going to do this, I just had my birthday. I'm 30 years old. I don't like to celebrate He's my an birthday. old guy now. I'm fine with being an old guy. I just don't like celebrating birthdays. On a real note, fuck that shit. It's a normal day for everybody else. No need to celebrate me. If you want to celebrate your birthday, celebrate your birthday. I don't want that shit. <laughs> well, too bad. We celebrate and you'll eventually open that pack and do all the open Amen. flippy dot drinky. Like I said, that pack is just uh, on, on hold right now until whenever you want to open it up. How about this? How about this? You're not going to convince me otherwise. Fair trade. You either open that or I take that box. Well, first off, and we, we both... And we open it. <laughs> and we open it. We both know neither of those are going to be happening, so... You pick which one happens. Fine, I'll take the VIP box up there. <laughs> you can keep the double master. I'll take the VIP. 
Oh yeah, Je- Jesse. He's he's been in the Thirty Club here for a hot minute. Samezies. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's mm-hmm. keep going so, on with the episode. So the uh, episode is going to be a very loosely structured. This episode, this last weekend, I had three additional kids to watch and had no time to be typing up any shit. Yeah, I, <laughs> Holy I, I shit. I, I heard that uh, she volunteered to hake them and then realized, wait, I'm doing something else. Yeah, yeah, that was the lovely part. Um, so my wife's sister, they, uh, um, her husband had an unforeseen uh, family event and they had to go and it was like, hey, we need somebody to watch our kids last minute kind of a thing. Yeah. And wife agreed, forgetting that she had a hair appointment on Saturday to get her hair uh, like stripped and like cleaned and dyed and all this stuff. And something that was supposed to be like a four hour process turned into like almost seven hours. Dude, you... If you have not learned with your wife yet, if she says, I'm going for a hair appointment, you just go, I got nothing going on the whole day. Well, the good news is is I made sure we had things going on the whole day. So, like, she left. I let the kids play on Xbox there for about an hour. I was watching baby yep. and stuff. Uh, to those that don't know, I have a baby. I think we've said it on episodes before. New baby, fresh baby and stuff still and so got that the, fresh baby smell the, the age range of kids are seven weeks three years six years 10 years and 12 years so like a little help a little more help on the higher end but the 10 year old is my kid and he's a kid that just likes to be a butt to me because so the listening aspect was very low this last weekend but needless to say it was more of just hanging with the kids, keeping them entertained, and not losing my sanity in the same process. So I didn't have a chance to type up anything. So this is going to be a very loose uh, episode, kind of like back when we were uh, doing it with JB and stuff, where we just posted the link and just kind of went and riffed off of off of that shit. So paying homage at this point. Now moving into the episode, let's begin by thanking you, you dear listener out there listening to these sultry voices speak to you of magic nothings. Your listenership is just changing the dynamic of this podcast from us speaking to the blind eternities to us actually speaking to an audience, which is cool. Hopefully an audience that likes what we produce, but an audience nonetheless, and that is truly humbling for us. So from the bottom of our hearts and our beer, beer cans, we thank you. We also need to give a big thank you to our Patreons of this podcast. Their monetary support goes to website hosting, maintenance, and the packs for the Patreon giveaways. So we give a ginormous welcome. Welcome. I did it again. Thank you. A ginormous you. Matt, you, thank you. You, ha- you have these have words written, written down. You it's can't written. read them. I can't read. Every do you, time. Do you need an increased hard. font with your old age now? Maybe. Do you guys got bifocals? Are you, are you no. dyslexic? Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm just fucking blind. I don't need bifocals. Thank you, Wade. Thank you, Amu the Fox, Noah, Slade, Nikki, No Modifier, Jacob, Christian, Maddie K, Barra, Chimera, Ernest D, KCB, Memorize, Techno, and Ricky R. Thank you, each and every one of you. Oh, Chapman. Oh, my God. I forgot to type in CEO Chapman. CEO Chapman. Oh, my God. It happened between. We got three Patreons. Thank, thank God you can uh, edit this. It is. It, thank goodness. Um, the fact that it's like... We got uh, we got three patrons within like the span of seven or ten days was already just like mind blowing. So it it got lost in that shuffle there. So thank you to each and every one of you for your support. If you guys want to be crazy and supporting us as well, go check out our Patreon, which we have links down below. We have two tiers, a $3 tier and a $10 tier. $3 tier gets you put in for monthly drawings for booster packs. That fits into a monthly theme. And February's theme is going to be love because that seems kind of necessary we'll discuss the packs and stuff uh at some point 
uh, what they're going to be. But then at the $10 tier, you get put in for a drawing for a commander playable card that is kind of bling-esque, valued between 15 and 20 bucks. that also falls into that theme. Now, if you don't want to support us on Patreon, but you still want to try and support us, you can do things like liking, sharing this episode with your playgroup or your LGS rival. Another excellent way of supporting us is rating and reviewing us on whatever podcatcher that you're listening to us on. I figured that was important to add on. Yep. Because, you know, we have, we, we have not talked about that a lot. You can also support us by checking out our amazing sponsor, J-Dubs. Speaking of J-Dubs, let's hear an ad from them now. J-Dubs Sports Cards and Gaming, located in West Acres Mall in Fargo, is your one-stop shop for all your Magic the Gathering needs. In the store, you will find a huge selection of sleeves, playmats, and dice for you to personalize your battlefield with. Along with having a large variety of singles in their display cases, there are also binders and boxes for you to browse through. That much selection means that you will always find something you are looking for. J-Dubs is also the place to gather to play a wide array of formats with friends in the community. There is Commander League on Thursday nights, Modern League on Saturday afternoons, and Legacy Leagues on Sunday afternoons. And who can forget Friday Night Magic every Friday evening. J-Dubs has it all, Amonkhet to Zendikar and ways to sleeve, shuffle, and spell sling. Now let's get back to the episode. Thank you, J-Dubs, for supporting us. Now, let's move to the breakdown of this episode where we just lay out what's going to be happening. We're going to start over at the Boggle Desk where Big G is going to tell us about some salt reports, some Brawl League results, and then a 20k RCQ top four. Then we're just going to have a couple of reminders of MagicCon Philly and touch on maybe, if Big G wants to, the NRG 2023 season. Oh, hell yeah. We're going to talk about that NRG 2023 season. Perfect. Then we're going to be talking about news, which a couple things is addressing the leaks that happened, the Frexian leaks, like Wizards came out with an official announcement on that. The Morrow teaser... There's a Smite crossover. The OGL discussion is going to get continued because, boy, howdy, has that continued. Have you guys kept up with that? A little bit, yeah. And then we're going to be welcoming him back a, uh, a, a long, not a long lost member, but like a big part of the Magic community who's now coming back making content. And I, I know I'm excited. So from there, going to jump to the Conjured Currency section where we talk about finances and all that other stuff. A boot. A boot. From there, end the podcast. And then you all can go home. And we'll have a thoughtcast at some point. Yes. Yeah. And that's a whole other separate episode. Yeah, that's right. There's a question out there for everybody. Have you been listening to the thoughtcasts? I know, I mean, I know we're getting listens on the thoughtcast. Like, I could see the numbers and stuff. But, like, I don't know. Are you enjoying it? Let us know. Yeah. Send us send us a note. Hit us up on any of the, the platforms that we're on. Twitter, Discord, Facebook, email. Hit us up and tell us, yes, we like these little thoughtcast episodes. All right. All ready for some salt and sugar reports. Yay! Oh, calm down, dear listeners. Calm down. Thank you. There we go. Thank you. All right, so I've got a two-parter for the salt report. One's a lot shorter than the other. Um, and yes, that fits in with the parameters of what they are in the show notes. Uh, so I was doing a decathlon event, and I was doing the Omniscience one. On Arena, that is. On Arena, Yeah. And I haven't won any. I've just been playing and just having fun. And, you know, I don't get on and play too often. Mostly I get on and play Brawl League, so I don't care about my currency too much. Good God, that event sucks if you're not first. <laughs> like uh, like first on, the, first on the play? First on the play, yeah. Good God. And even if you aren't, if you don't have enough to keep you going for a little while, you just fizzle out. Like, I didn't realize 
that I realized what it was, but then I forgot that, oh, I don't actually have to build like too much of an actual deck. Like have some big hitters and stuff like that. But you want so many fucking cantrips. It's not even funny. So I played that event three times. So so what's the basis of the Omniscience event? Like, the, it, So the Omniscience event is you build a 40-card draft deck, and it's a bot draft. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Omniscience, the card you get to play out of your hand, any card without paying its mana cost. Yep. But then you also, once per turn, for zero mana, you can get Wooburg to pay for some of those things. Mm-hmm. Like activated abilities, things like that. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah, no, the, f- the very first time i did it the very first go round of it good guy I'd, i'd like i built what i felt was a strong deck like it would have been a strong regular draft deck right okay it was a god-awful omniscience deck <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um and then the second draft i did of it like i built a better deck had some big hitters in it had a lot of cantrips in it but then all of a sudden i ran into people that had more cantrips than mm-hmm. i did um, so drawing cards is important. Drawing cards uh, is very missions. important. Being able to refill your hand because then you can just keep going and going and going. Um, but yeah, so needless to say, it was a fun event. God, it fucking sucks though if you don't have the right cards in your pool. And then the second part. God damn it. This is the one thing I hate about Commander is when a game that, you know, that I would say we've done really well on Spell Table within the Discord and everything. Yep. Games generally don't go past hour 45. Yep. A three-hour-plus game. Yep. That just resulted in just too much. Yep. Like, it just went on and on and on, and it got to the point where it was like, okay, are we done? Good. I need to go. So, all right. But Sugar had some fun playing with the Brawl League and everything. I've got our Brawl League results. So... For those of you who played in our Brawl League, make sure to pay attention to the Jingle Brawl channel. I'm going to post out what the prizes are. Nomad is going to contact the winners in order. Um, and remember, Nomad and the four of us don't count, so no matter what our actual standing was, we don't count because we can't win the prizes. We want you guys to win the prizes. So Tell your friends. Have them join the Discord. So the next one, which, again, Nomad, if you're listening, I am going to maybe strong arm you and highly suggest to make it New School. I thought that was decided. Anyway. I don't think he said that New School was decided. I think I know he talked about Explorer. I'd be fine with Explorer. Don't get me wrong. I'd be fine with Explorer as well. All right. So coming in first place with a 7-2 and two record and first pick at the prizes, we've got Casey. Fucking coming in and clapping cheeks. He had a good deck. He did have a good deck. That deck was he fine. Did. He, did, he doesn't need a hamster to put up your asshole to fucking win. I'm, I am just going to say this though. <laughs> I do find it. I find it. I find it entertaining that uh, no mod and I are his only losses. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think. I think when Casey played me, I didn't. I got better draws than he did. Okay. But well, then you I, got the recursion too. Well, I got the recursion and I got one of my nice sagas out there. So, like, it'd go off in three turns and then it'd come back and kill the shit out of something. Um, but then, second place, we got Chad E with a six and three record. Which is also impressive. Chad E also super spike. Chad E slapped my cheeks together. Dude, I got smoked by that. His uh, his Phoenix his Phoenix chick early on was dealing a lot of damage to me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> I gotta save my removal for something important. <laughs> All right, third place, 
with a five and four record, we've got Barra. And then fourth place, we got Christian playing with the Meow Meows. Dude, that deck. With the two and seven record. I do not know how I fucking squeaked that one out of my ass. He was clapping my cheeks very hard. And he, then there's like a pivot point where I, fe- I just, like the tides turned. But he got, he, I was, I was like legit close to dead on board. And I just kept drawing the right answer at the time. Christian, if you're listening, we didn't, we weren't on chat when we were playing, but I top decked wonderfully. And I don't know how I got that lucky. <laughs> Honestly, I felt bad on my victory for him. He got mana droughted. Ow. And it, like, I just kept going and it was like, oh. I got fucking mana screwed for you. I was stuck on four land without having black. Oh, God. Or was it red? One it, of it the two. It was one of your main colors. Yeah. And I was and, like, and I the sat there for a little bit like, and I like looked at your lands. I'm like, why are yeah, because yeah, I didn't have red. It was blue, black is what I had. And you colors. eventually got it. You eventually got your red. Or maybe you didn't. And no, I'm no. sitting here going, why the fuck aren't you playing your Nicobolas? And then you finally did because you got your fifth land. And then I destroyed it immediately. No, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. I, Nikki uh, B did not survive even one turn. Nope. Nope. Which is fine. I got I got him to discard a card out of your hand, which is not as beneficial for uh, a Moldrotha deck. But nope. if Especially I. Especially when I get rid of a permanent going, meh, okay. And I think I even dumped a land. But coming in fifth place. We've got CEO Chapman, who <laughs> Chapman, you got you got to show up for the brawl like when you sign up, buddy. You got your one, you got your one victory because Danny went. I'm I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> victory by default. So there is that. Let me quick pull up the prizes again. I've got it in my Discord chat with Nomad. Um, reminder: I will be posting this after we are done with the recording. So if you guys are listening live, um, like I said, uh, Nomad will get a hold of you. But we've got a pr- num- first prize, or well, the first prize up for grabs is a wonderful Streets of New Capenna bundle, or as us old folk call them, fat packs. From Matt, we've got a Painbow Precon deck from myself. And then we've got a series of booster packs plus arena codes. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to say what booster packs you get, and then the arena codes, I will post those in our Discord. So if you're wondering what the prizes were and you weren't in the league and you want to know what's up, could be up for stakes next time, jump on in. So the packs that you'll be getting, one option is a Battle Bond booster with two arena codes, and a pre, uh, one is for sleeves, one's a pre-release code. The next one is two Dominaria remastered draft packs, and then... The fifth option available for you is three all-will-be-one set boosters. And obviously, hey, guys, the set hasn't released yet. If you pick that one, there might be a little delay on those getting to you. So just be aware of that. Also, huge shout-out to uh, uh, Karifer. Is that how I pronounce it? Karifer? I'm saying it 100% correct? I mean, or that's close how, enough. That's how I say it. Uh, Carver, uh, if we're wrong, let us know. Shout at us and blame Big G for not knowing <laughs> how to read. Being a teacher, you should know how to read. Words you know hard. what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. One, words are hard. Two, <laughs> there are many different ways to pronounce names. So get off my dick. <laughs> Tomato, potato. All right, cool. <laughs> um, uh, Carver is actually one of our Discord members and donated these pre-release codes for us. Make sure if you pick one of those and you get those, make sure to, you know, 
do an at at Carifer and thank her for your prizes. So there is that. Now let's talk about some 20k RCQ results. Before we do that, let's catch up on some chat stuff here. First off, we oh, got yeah. we got Jesse saying, um, "Yo, Smurf just walked in and joined." I guess I'm a Smurf. Yep, it's because of the blue. I'm a little larger to be a Smurf. It's the blue. I know it's the blue. It's my work sweatshirt. <laughs> but if he's on his on his phone watching, and then then it, you are small. Then we had Casey True. saying another decent brawl time for Gruel. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> Fucking Casey coming in, fucking hot. Hey, at least he didn't get you with that hamster. Yeah, I heard. I still hear the whimpers of this hamster going up people's assholes. <laughs> then we got we got uh, Jesse saying, "Yo, why are my nips hard?" <laughs> anyway, and then finally, why why does Danny look like he plays with the MPL MLP deck? I don't know. First off, I gotta know: am I am I missing what is MLP? I think we're all missing it. Me too. I'm I'm just going, like I'm just looking at him and trying to figure it out. Like uh, first I thought, like man, land, mass land destruction. That's MLD, and it's like, oh yeah, Danny plays that. No, I don't. <laughs> Armageddon Avacyn. Well, it's not in your hugs deck, but it's in your Rift deck. Yeah. All right, you ready? In my Angel deck. <laughs> Yes. All right, perfect. So yeah. we're going to talk about some modern results from SC, SCG Con, New Jersey. And this was the event that happened on Saturday at 10 a.m. We're just going to quickly run down the meta breakdown. I'll give the top four decks uh, just their names and the basic rundowns if there's anything different about them or anything too outside of the norm. And then do the usual breakdown of what some of the most played cards are so that way if you're looking to build a modern deck for a, the next big event you plan on attending then you at least maybe have an idea of some cards you should be getting a hold of which you could even go to like jdub sports cards and gaming and pick up shameless plug shameless plug mlp my little pony yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> okay all right so meta breakdown Merktide region decks covered 12.4% of the meta game and this was 51 decks hammer time 8.5 30 decks 35 decks total then of course Danny's true heart burn showing up at that third spot as far as the meta breakdown 8.25% at 34 per, 34 decks and then indomitable creativity 7.77 and 32 decks and Rakdos mid-range style decks 6.07% of the meta with 25 different decks. First place is it Prowess deck um, and it does have a splash of white for some sideboard tech for you. Uh, the sideboard tech including things like Prismatic Ending and Path to, one single copy of Path to Exile. Other than that uh, fairly standard is it is it build you know you're doing some spell slinging looking for the prowess triggers on your creatures and trying to get some big swingers in and you use the spells to get everything out of the way and then second place pretty standard build of azorius control and then one bip of red in there for wear and tear in the sideboard so that covers that third place mono white hammer coming in 
So pretty typical build there. You got the, the Steel Shaper gift. You got all the zero-cost drops, the one-cost drops for your creatures. And then, of course, some Stoneforge Mystics with all the goodies of equipment and artifacts. Yeah. One, one, one thing to note is, like, people not not having the blue in there for the spell pierce that's kind of like the choice where it's like oh yeah. they're, they're prioritizing you know Dranith magistrates and like blacksmith skills march of other worldly lights is kind of like what they're really packing in there for it's like more permanent based instead of counter yep. based sideboard tech and honestly the one i am most excited for because it's my most recent build of a deck is the rakdos midrange coming in in fourth place things like this uh Evolved Sleeper in there. Of course, Ragavan, that Dude, good old monkey. That Evolved Sleeper is some new fucking tech. Right. It's getting played around here. Well, Dothy Voidwalker. Um, even got some Gix in there, which is something I haven't been playing in mine, but new. I've got some other tech I'm throwing in mine. New tech as well. It's so fucking spicy. Yeah. There is that. And speaking of the new tech, this one is running some Fable of the Mirror Breakers in it. So if you're playing red, that's a pretty safe bet of something to play if you're wanting some nice etb triggers on your creatures little heads up for listeners on wednesday there's going to be a bonus episode coming out where we talk where anthony and i talk with jay and fable the mirror breaker is one of those cards we talk about pioneer related more than modern yep but uh honestly fable the mirror breaker is one of those cards that's kind of hitting in multiple multiple formats so make sure if you don't have your copies get them now now let's break into some of the most played cards. So you heard it. There's a lot of red decks, so I'm guessing you'd be surprised that three out of the five or three out of the four top played cards all have red in them. So Lightning Bolt has 748 copies covering 52% of the decks. Regavon, 528, 33% of the 33% of the decks. Expressive iteration. 417, 26% of the decks, and Mishra's Bobble coming in 387 copies, 24% of the deck. Top played creatures, Ragavan, that number one spot, same stats for you. Dragon's Rage Channeler, 315, 20% of the decks. Endurance, so if you're doing that green and you're looking to get rid of those wonderful graveyards for people, Endurance is your card because 247 copies were played, covering 23% of the decks. And for those red boys out there, Fury, 242 copies, 16% of the decks. And then if you weren't paying attention to the top-played spells or top-played cards, three of them are the spells. So Lightning Bolt, Expressive Iteration, and Mishra's Bobble all have the same stats I said before. And that fourth card coming in is Unholy Heat, 324 copies, 22% of the decks. So, there's that. Now, here's a real quick question for you. Just a simple yes or no all across the table. You guys surprised about the top four decks? Matt, you're first. Surprised no. at all. Danny, I know you kind of sti- stick out of the, the modern realm right now, but are you surprised based off of all the results we've talked about in the past? No. Anthony, what about you, bud? Uh, not surprised. There we go. Yeah, I'm not surprised either. Um, maybe surprised with the order, but... Other than that, everything kind of fits within those typical top eights we've been seeing right now. So, it's just luck of card draw. Yeah. So, um, now some upcoming events. Two are on here. One I didn't even put in the show notes because it's still pretty early stages, but we will give you a little, a little tease 
a little tease. So maybe you can even start planning some things or making sure things are started to plan. But first off, the things that we have definitely in here. So just a reminder, we've got MagicCon Philly coming up February 17th to the 19th, 2023 at the Philadelphia Convention Center. We've talked about uh, the prices of the tickets, everything that's going on, all in previous two episodes. Um, and for those of you, again, if you're looking to see what that MagicCon Minneapolis is going to be looking like for ticket prices, you can go and look at the Philly prices, and it should give you at least a fair guesstimate if they are not exactly the same. So there is that. Now let's talk about some NRG 2023 announcements. So it's a it's a fun time to live near the Twin Cities because guess what, folks? We've got an event coming near us. But we've got March 25th and the 26th, uh, Muddleline, Illinois, will be hosting a 10K trial. The format is to be determined, and that's the Saturday event. And then a 5K trial, again, format to be announced, or sorry, not to be determined, to be announced. So they haven't announced it yet. They figured it out. They just haven't announced it yet. Uh, That will be the Sunday event. May 20th through the 21st, down in Minneapolis, same thing. 10K trial format to be announced on Saturday and a 5K trial on Sunday. And then June 24th through the 25th, back in Muddleline, or Illinois, not Louisiana. Um, 10K trial on Saturday and 5K trial on Sunday. Now, the winners of every 10K trial were will earn a direct invitation to compete at the 2023 NRG Series Championship, a 16-player invite-only event with 25 k in total prizes. All players will earn points towards the annual leaderboard where they can earn an at-large invitation to compete in the championship. And here is what some of those prizes will look like. So looking at the 10K events, first place will get $2,400 in prize for their cash money. They'll get 30 points. But like I said, they will get an automatic invite to the NRG Championship and DreamHack Magic Showdown. Now the second place will get $1,200 and 25 of those points and an invite to the DreamHack Magic Showdown. Third and fourth place, $800, 20 points. 5th through 8th, $400, 15 points. Ninth through 16th, you get $200 and 10 points towards that championship standing board. 17th through 32nd, you get $100 and 5 points. 33 to 64th place, 3 points. No cash value for you. And 65th through 128th, you'll get 2 points and anything... 129 or below, you get one point. But I hear you. I hear you out in the wavelengths. What if I only want to do the 5K trial? Don't worry. I got the breakdown for you there, too. All right. So first place, you get $1,200, 30 points, and an invite to the DreamHack Magic Showdown. Second place, $600, 25 points towards that leaderboard. And... No invites for that one. So for the 5K, only first place gets an invite to any events. Now, third through fourth, $400, 20 points. Fifth through eighth, $200, 15 points. Ninth through 16th, $100, and then 10 points. 
17th through 32nd, 50 bucks, 5 points. And then 33 to 64, 3 points. 65 to 128, 2 points. Anything below 129, you only get 1 point. Now, uh, the, the article that I'm reading from does go a little bit further in. So the pot will continue to get sweatier for the 16 player that, 16 players that qualify for the championship. And they're really raising the stakes with sweatier. 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 Sweeter. Sweater. Sweatier. Sweeter. Either way, you're going to have to fight for it. What, one way sounds kinkier than the other. <laughs> and it's up to you, viewers, to decide which one actually sounds kinkier. Anyway, moving on. This ain't endorsed by energy at all. <laughs> no, we are not. We should not. <laughs> if we had a chance talking about kinkiness and energy, probably drops us a couple pegs from something like that. I don't know, Nerd Rage Gaming. Mm. They talk about kinks, I would think, every now and then. Anyway. Hit us up, NRG. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, so the championship. Hit us, hit us back. <laughs> <laughs> the championship to, will bring together the best 16 players on the NRG series to compete for 25K in cash prizes. I was going to say something bad, but I decided not to. <laughs> and an invite for 2024 championship for first place. So you go, oh, look at me. I won first place at one of these 10K trials. Now I get to go to the championship, and I win first place again. Look at that. You're the returning champion. It's like you're Danny, you know, Daniel's son from Karate Kid. You don't have to compete for the next year. You just get to go. Anyway. So there will be six individual 10K trial winners that go to this championship, three team 10K trial winners, one 2022 NRG Series champion, and then for those of you wondering, well, what about the points? What about the points? Six spots in that championship will be at large on the leaderboard. So the top six players on the leaderboard, and I would guess it's top six who don't already have an invitation, but who's to say? I don't know. So um, I'm going based off the information that's right in front of me, which says six. <laughs> it's the top six. So those top six, whether it is the actual top six or the top six that don't already have invites because pr they probably won a 10K trial, um, get to go to this championship. Now, there will be side events that are happening if the trials aren't for you, and there will be coverage. So make sure to join... Uh, for if you're not looking to do the trials, go for the side events. They've been revamped and they're doing a whole new experience. And then Command Zone at NRG Series will have a robust prize wall and artisan or artist alley as well. And they're also happy at NRG, happy to announce that they will be doing live coverage on their Twitch stream. So those weekends you're looking to watch the games, go and watch them on Twitch. Do you guys watch any NRG on Twitch? I tune in when I can. Yeah. But unfortunately, when they're on the weekends, generally, like if we're not doing something, um, I'd probably have stuff planned with my family. So trying to focus on the kids, especially with they're so young and everything. They got good content. I was watching. Like, I watch uh, pretty, pretty, pretty frequently. I try to. Yeah. I was watching this last weekend. They had their pioneer stuff going on. It was pretty good. I'm going to say as much fun as it, I, I was watching the tweets come through on my phone. But I know Danny can attest to this because he's commented on it. What? My daughter going down a sled <laughs> on a hill. <laughs> that, that, the, was, that was You'll funny. have to watch it later. It's the perfect combination of a laugh of pure and utter joy. 
and good God, what the fuck is happening? It's, it's, I'm going to take a stab. Yes. Don't answer. Don't answer. I'm just going to take a stab. Leave me uh, in the dark until I watch it. I'm going to guess she biffed it in a very adorable way. Head shakes. I'm wrong with the biffing. You are wrong. Yeah, you are I'll wrong. I'll spoil that one. Last year, there was a biffing. <laughs> Last year was the biff. Which is why this year, like, the my, wa- of my wife brought her up to the top of the, all right, catch her, Garrett. Okay. <laughs> So I'm, sit- I'm sitting. I'm sitting there. Catcher. We've got Beckham in the little baby sled that keeps him sta- sitting upright. And then I'm sitting there like, oh god, oh god, am I going to have to like dive so she doesn't fall flat on her face again? Uh, but anyway, yeah. So there is that for you. Now for a little tease at an upcoming event. Here we go. Uh, just got done talking with Josh at J Dubs, and we talked about it early in, or late in the 2022 year about co-oping with him doing some kind of magic 30 celebration. Maybe we should have done it this week, last weekend. So we could have celebrated Matt. We could have celebrated magic. They're both 30 now. We'll, we'll still do it this year. Cause we'll still 30, <laughs> right? He's 30. Uh, so, uh, Josh and I have been sitting down and we've been talking a little bit about what kind of event. And we think we got something fun that will encompass, you being able to play from a variety of different sets over the 30 years as you so choose. So there's your tease. As far as time frame, oh, I hear you guys, Big G, Big G, when's this going to happen? The soonest it's going to happen is middle of May. We might even try to do some kind of big shindig where we do our this summer in MTG thing again. That's talked about, and we're going to get the ball rolling on that as well. Hell yeah. So who knows? Maybe it'll be like a whole weekend of celebration. Maybe we'll do some fun stuff on Saturday for the folks down at Magic Kids. Maybe on Sunday we'll do some stuff for celebrating 30 years of Matt and Magic. Magic. Just magic. <laughs> magic. Matrick. 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 Magic. 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 There we go. Are we going to be talking about the news next? Because I got some stuff to talk about the news. <laughs> oh, Matt doesn't have words now? Yes, I got words. I want to read the words. <laughs> oh, Matt doesn't want to get off topic. Words. All right, so that is it for some past events, some upcoming events, and now let's head on into the news. Okay, so like I said at the beginning of the episode, we're freeballing this a little more back to roots and stuff. First thing we're going to talk about is the Wizards addressing the Dominaria remastered Phyrexia OB one card pack mix up and stuff there. This came out from Blake on Friday. Phyrexian's agenda to invade the multiverse began a bit early last weekend, starting with draft boosters of Dominaria Remastered. As many fans noted during preview events held by Wizard Play Network stores around the world, some small number of Dom U or Dom Remastered, not Dom U, Dom Remastered draft boosters contain a bit of Phyrexia, namely rare cards from the upcoming Phyrexia OB1 set. While terribly on-brand for Phyrexia, we also know it was unexpected for fans. If anyone who purchased Dominaria Remastered Boosters is unsatisfied with their purchase due to the presence of future Phyrexia nonsense, you can contact customer support here. In the meantime, like the brave Myrians who stand in the way, we also won't be bowing down to this Phyrexian invasion. The debut for Phyrexia All Will Be One still airs on January 17th beginning at 9am, which is tomorrow or today to those listening to the edit. Isn't that specifically Pacific time, 9 a.m.? That is that, sir, over there, specifically <laughs> hey, Pacific. Hey, hey, hey. 
you'll get your own thing in due time. No, I'm just asking the question. You leave my specifically Pacific time zones alone, sir. <laughs> you need to be on top of that, then. This is tomorrow, though. It's exciting. Over at uh, twitch.tv slash magic and the official magic YouTube channel and preview season will go on after that. While rare card images are out for those who want to find them, we're choosing to preserve the preview experience for this highly anticipated return to new Phyrexia. Plus, the booster fund variants of these cards have yet to be revealed and are amazing pieces of art. So tune in January 17th as we kick off the previews for Phyrexia all will be one for real this time. In the meantime, we'll do what we can to hold back the tide of yet another Phyrexian invasion. So with those leaks, we talked about it last week. Uh, people were, one person opened up on, on camera that took videos of it, and that was kind of like the starting point of it. But then it sounds like a lot of other people were experiencing opening up Phyrexia OB1, which could indicate that this is a printer error, which is something that we talked about last week. Or, I mean, also up in the air. Still could very well be just Wizards being like, hey, put the sheet in there <laughs> just do it it was hard to say though yeah uh i do want to also mention here with the phyrexia ob1 stuff the storyline is out i have not read it because i have been busy <laughs> two episodes in two episodes in is it as good as you're expecting quick quick synopsis give us like your thoughts your feelings i'll give thoughts and feelings i'm not going to give any spoilers away for right. those who want to read the stories or yes. listen to them um i do listening i know matt does listening uh do you, are like, you going through the Aether un, Hub? Unsponsored, unsponsored plug here. Aether Hub does a great job at doing recaps of the stories for you. If you are a Aether Hub, legit badass. If I'm not able to sit and read, I can at least sit and listen while I am sitting and doing other things. So uh, Aether Hub for that. Otherwise, go to the mothership. That's where the the story gets posted at. Um, I believe three of the episodes are out as of right now. Four. Okay. Well, there we go. I'm only on episode, or well, there's five already. Chapter, I'm on chapter two regardless. So far, the first two, there's a little bit of chaos. There's maybe a little bit of a, huh, okay. And there are five of them out right now. So make yeah. sure to go go check out the five episodes that are out, five chapters, however you want to look at it. I was going to say, like, look at it. Five. Honestly, I really like the first two that I've been, you know, that I listened to. Um, I didn't do any of the side stories yet that actually got released prior to. The, so I've only listened to the main stories episodes. But really good. I've been really liking the, the lore and the stories behind the sets that have been coming out lately. So, Yeah, I think they've been doing a pretty solid job yeah. with that. But speaking of Phyrexia, Danny, in typical Danny fashion, we have the return of we, uh, integrated we, blogatog here. That we do. <laughs> that we do uh, again like we do with every other set we go to morrow's blogatog for morrow's teaser um so before previews of frexia all will be one officially begin i thought it'd be fun to another of my duelist style teasers where i give tiny hints of things to come note that i only give you partial information so first up here are some things you can expect an ability word named corrupted imagine that uh, an artifact that grants loyalty count abilities to planeswalkers you control. A new Phyrexian Might creature token with a keyword ability. I think we saw the, the spoiler for that one. That was on that was the Toxic one, right? Yeah. For, yeah. Could be, yeah. Yeah. It's probably um, that one. It is. There's a token maker in there we saw. For those who like four-color commander, a four-color legendary creature. A Phyrexianized Nephilim? Uh, no. What's the next one, Danny? A new type of counter. 
Ooh, <laughs> I wonder. Who'd have thunk it? A reprint with Frexine in its name, other than the Frexine Obliterator. That one kind of seems cool. A new keyword with an exclamation point in its name. <gasps> Frexian Batmother! Oh, boy. Hold on. Frexian Metamorph. I'm going Metamorph. You're going Metamorph? I'm going Vatmother. So Vatmother is black, black, two, four, five. Beginning of your upkeep, you get a poison counter. But that also is infect. There's no infect in this. Oh, shit. So it's not that. <sighs> Metamorph. I mean, I'm fine with... That has Frexian mana. And so far, we've all, in, in those spoilery kind of things, we've only seen the Frexian mana as an activated ability, not in the casting cost. Or a completed cost. For the well, completed is different than Frexian I know, mana. but... Well, yeah. It is. Know. It is. Yeah, complete as just for plans first. Anyway, yeah. a Frexenized Staff of Domination. What? Yep. Hold on, hold on. Say that again for people in the back. A Frexenized Staff of Domination. God damn! The combos! The combo! Like, Staff of Domination already! Before Matt loses his pants, uh, another sword of blank and blank. We're getting the Demir sword. Nah, gruel. It's Demir and Gruel, the only two that we're missing now. I think we're getting Gruel. You think I'm going Gruel? I'm going to go with Demir. No, it just says another sword, so we're only going to get one. No, another sword of and of. Yeah, it'll be the so same. Another sword of suppose, truth and justice. I suppose. Yeah. My guess anyway. is Demir. The Demir one? Also, okay. you missed the affinity one. That's fine. Affinity, re- affinity returns on three cards. That's important, Matt. Not really. For that's me, it Danny. is. I was going to say, I'm not reading it. Oh, sorry. That's important, Danny. You're fucking Anthony, come on, man. You, I'm, you're just, t- I'm just so blinded right. by the Frexian staff. Danny, okay. let's get to some of those texts that I, are going to be I'm in trying there. to, but these guys are going fangirl. Niv miss it, Danny. Yeah, Matt. <laughs> Next up, uh, here are some real texts that are showing up on cards. First up, if one or more tokens would be created under your control, twice that many tokens were cr- are created instead. Pew, 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 pew. That's exciting. That's is it because token decks and commander don't already have enough toys to play with, right? How, question: What? What? How is anointed procession worded? If one or more tokens would be created under your control, yes, yes. Are we getting an anointed procession? It like, could be a reprint. Yeah. Like that seems like thematically pretty good. Elish Norn making uh, t- like anointed or, procession or of her or, vigor, yeah, or it'll be something else. Any of the, the men doublers <clears throat> or the. My, it, it's like my what, guess would be Anointed Procession because it goes along with Elishnor and the Basilica, but right. we'll wait till it shows up, okay? Yes. Anyway, Moving next on. up we hot, hot have calls. next up we have discard, discard your hand, then draw four cards. I like that. That might go my hug deck. I don't know. Uh, this spell costs three more to cast if it targets a creature. Oh. I imagine it's going to have like that burn. same thing. It's going to be some yeah, some sort of burn card. Yeah. Blue bolt. <laughs> it, I, I was going to say the the fixed cyclonic rift that we saw in Domu yeah. kind yep. of a, an effect there. Uh, if a target player has fewer than nine poison counters, they get a number of poison counters equal to the difference. We already know this one. Yep. Yep. Vrathka. That beautiful, beautiful Vrathka. Yeah. We, I got. I still got the list of uh, mono black pioneer deck. So players can cast non-creature spells from graveyards or exile. That was Ooh. another one that we saw yeah. in the spoilers. It's like something jailer. Yeah, that's a cool thing too. Yep. Uh, so next up, at the beginning of the next, each player's upkeep card name deals two damage to the player unless they control two or more basic lands. What? Ooh, <laughs> that's spicy. I like that. It ha- deals two damage to that player unless they control two or more basic lands. Yep. It's like the unburning earth or whatever. It punishes stuff. those greedy, greedy man bases. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like those. 
Uh, it has all activated abilities of all land cards in all graveyards. We've seen this one. Yeah, and that's just... It's cool, though. I th- There were some people that found some like combos already. What's that... Um, there's that old land from Saga Legacy that untaps another land. You pay one, tap oh, it, untap a land, yeah. and you can like do shenanigans. shenanigans. Yeah. Next up, search your library for a basic, a sphere, or a lotus land card. Reveal it, put it in your hand, then shuffle. Locust, folks. Yep. Locust, legacy players, keep an eye out. You're going to be uh, maybe excited for these locust lands. I uh, don't know what they're going to do, but that nine post, what, is it nine or eight post is what it the was, deck it was 12 posts. It's 12 posts is what it's yeah, called. So now it's it going to be what 16 post. I uh, could be. <laughs> I, I don't know. We'll see. I don't, I don't know what's going to be though. Like we already have life gain mana and Vesuva that just copies into that, but it'd be nice to have a cycle completion of this. And finally, here are some creature type lines in the set. First up, we have creature Frexian jellyfish. Woo. Next up, we have creature Frexian fungus. Woo. For the Dino Lovers, we have creature Frexian Dinosaur. Dreadmaw's what? coming back, baby. A Frexian <laughs> the Black from Dreadmaw. the death. Frexian Dreadmaw. The Black Dreadmaw. It's finally. coming back. Creature Cat Rebel. Christian. Meow. We have artifact creature Frexian Squid. Okay. Creature Frexian Ballas- oh, Basilisk. There we go. Can't even say it. Those yeah. syllables don't work for me. Uh, creature Orc Rebel. Artifact creature Frexian Ma- uh, Massacre. Oh, another Mastercore again. Nice. I think this one was another one, if I'm not mistaken. That was also in the spoiler cards. I think deleted, it is. The leaked cards. I think it probably is. was. But more Mastercore is cool. And then Legendary Creature Frexian Rat. Which we know what that is. Yep. yep. That's from the the, 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 the bundle. Yep. By, yep. But bundle. this next one, though. Last but not least, we have the biggest guy out there, Legendary Creature Frexian Elephant Wizard. It's a big wizard. I'm excited to see it. If, it, if it's a Selesnia Frexian, I'd be down. Could just be a white one. Could be a red one. We don't know. How many elephants I, are red? I'm calling. I'm calling black, red, green. Okay. You're calling triple color on this character. Yes, it's legendary. I'm, I mean, I'm gonna go with like two colors. I don't know what I want to go with yet, but white will be a part of it. We got Casey saying that he's excited for the Frexian Dino. I, I think get, that's pretty cool. So to end my section, uh, turn in, uh, tune in to Frexian All We Want debut tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, or our time would be 7. Specifically Pacific Time. Sure. On Magic's official YouTube and Twitch's channels. I think we're at, what, 4 now? 4 what? Oh, we're at 3P. Yep, 3P. Pacific. Uh, now yeah. we're at 4. Specifically Pacific. Five. Okay, so that's where we're counting. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's what the whole count just, is in yeah, Twitch. Just, just making sure. Just making sure we've that we're talking over, about. We've that already been that, over that. Just to confirm for everybody that specifically Pacifically. <laughs> no, specifically Pacific. Pacifically specific. Sure. Well, let's talk about the new Smite crossover that's coming in. Everybody get ready. Magic the Gathering plus Smite crossover is coming soon. Uh, we got Magic the Gathering will be joining forces with Smite for a new crossover event starting sometime this month. A uh, little tweet from Smite themselves. The gods have faced many threats across the battleground, but nothing can prepare them for the face the, or them to face the dangers of the multiverse. Fight back against Nicobolus as some of the most iconic characters in Magic the Gathering. When at Wizards underscore Magic joins forces with Smite. Uh, the Smite Twitter account dropped a teaser video showing Chandra, 
Jace Nicobolus battling in a free-to-play Battle Arena MOBA on PC, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo Switch, and players control gods, goddesses, and other mythical figures in a team-based combatant in various PvP game modes. Uh, the video didn't get <clears throat> didn't give a start date other than it begins in January of this year. Uh, while it's unclear of if the Planeswalkers from the Magic uh, the Gathering will be completely new characters or reskins and game champions, it looks like Nicobolus will be the big bad in the event. The teaser shows Chandra fighting the character from Smite, so the crossover might make some scenarios where the Planeswalkers square off against the champions or team up with them to fight Nicobolus. This is kind of exciting. Have any of you guys played Smite before? I've never played. I've watched a lot of Smite. Okay. I've never played it, though, because I never had people I wanted to play except for like one of our friends from college, but he always played it on PC, and I was just I didn't have a good PC at the time to play. I played Smite way back, um, and then it was like from Smite, I went and started playing more Paladins because they're done by the same people, Evil Mojo. They're the, the game company and stuff. And that's know. Danny, I, we've played Paladins before mm-hmm. and stuff, but... Yeah, this is kind of, have you guys seen the video for it? Looks really good. Yeah. This is the reason I bet this is the, <laughs> the uh watch, watching it is like, oh, this is why the uh whatever MOBA was uh done for the God, what was it even called? The magic MOBA that was there for like eight months. I don't remember. Yeah. That one, whatever. Never got to play it, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not part of the alpha or the beta playtesting there, but the fucking the the teaser trailer looks phenomenal. Really good. They incorporate. It looks like they're incorporating uh, magic very well into the Smite verse, and you know I'd probably download Smite again. Would I have time to play? No, but well, I download not it. anymore, Daddy. I, even before that, my amount of game playing as Danny, as Danny, the amount what? of game playing that I did, like on Xbox. Anytime oh. you saw me online, it was just like it's because it was Netflix, and it was because the boy, TV. the boy was watching Netflix, and I'm doing other shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. I like that. But yeah, so there you go. Smite. So we're just going to read this whole article. So this next topic is going to be about the whole OGL on D&D and the uh, backlash that Wizards getting. So according to an article from The Gamer, uh, Wizard of the Coast reportedly received at least 10,000 complaints over D&D license change or changes. Um, the company behind the world-famous Dungeons & Dragons franchise, The Wizards of the Coast, currently has more than 10,000 complaints in its customer support service or system concerning the recent license changing, at least according to reports. This, of course, comes in, comes in the context of the ongoing backlash regarding a proposed amendment to the open, license, open gaming license, a feature which has pr- proven to be wildly popular among small studios and homebrew creators. Uh, the news comes from a source inside Wizard of the Coast, which recently spoke to reporter Ed Gizmo, or Gizmodo, um, somehow remaining anonymous, even despite the intensifying public scrutiny over the poll matter. The worker in question described the process of leading a D&D Beyond account, explaining that users are expected to use a customer support system, which prompts them to submit a ticket, adding that as, that as of earlier this week, there were at least five digit worth of complaints. So yeah, that's that's a lot. Uh, the, so- the source went on to say that moderation and management have been a- both a mess. End quote. Perhaps due to the fact that Wizards of the Coast re- recently reduced the number of customer support staff 
working on D&D Beyond. Um, according to the official description, D&D Beyond makes the playing, quote, makes playing the game easier. Uh, the official tool set gives you a free access to the basic rules of D&D and guides you through the character creation, end quote. Uh, this game companion pr- provides players with access to write, uh, various books and su- supplements um, in addition to the character builder and sheets along the series of monsters and spell listings, which can be sorted and filtered. D&D and Beyond also features an encounter builder and a platform adding homebrewed content. Fans of the franchise have actually been up in arms over the proposed changes to the OGL. Uh, players discovered earlier this week that Wizards of the Coast plan to impose a 25% royalty on third-party sales in addition to cons- assuming greater control over homebrew content, at least according to the leak. This, of course, resulted in the company walk- walking back some of its more controversial amendments. Walking back is just a nice way of what actually happened with that. that More of like, hey, we fucked up. We shouldn't do this. Backpedal. Some of the shit that they said in that article was ridiculous. Let me uh, me finish this article real quick. Um, So, quote, um, it was never our intent to impact the vast majority of the community, was of the coast said in the statement. However, it's clear that the reaction that that we rolled a one. Oopsie, we rolled a one. It's more like you rolled on a die and it landed on its side. And it's you cracked. F- it's so yeah. cracked. Uh, the company went on to describe how, quote, the next OGL will contain the pre- um, provisions that allow us to protect and cultivate the inclusive environment we are trying to build and specify that it covers only content for tabletop role-playing games. That means that other expressions such as educational and charitable campaigns, live streams, cosplays, virtual tabletop uses, etc. will remain unaffected by any OGL update. Content already released under 1.0a will also remain unaffected. Like, I don't understand how they, how, how or why they thought they were going to get away with this. Just going to sneak it in. But anyways, yeah. Imagine that. Hasbro. Uh, what if... And again, I'm moving along. Uh, quote, what if it, uh, what it will not contain is any royalty structure. A uh, Wizard of the Coast reinsured players. It also will not include the license back provision that some people are afraid was a means for us to steal work. That thought never crossed our minds. Under any new OGL, you will own the content you create. We won't. Any language we put down will be crystal clear and unequivocal to are on that point the language back our license back language was intended to protect us and our partners from creators who incorrectly allege that we steal their work simply because of con- um coincidental similarities this is a w- i'm happy that we talked about it last week because i didn't think it was going to get as much traction as it has oh the, we, there's this... so many po- mainstream news so- sources and content creators that are making content about this there, there are so many youtube channels or Twitch channels, that's all they do is campaigns and campaigns. It's like people make their money doing make their money off their yearly money off of doing these campaigns. Yeah, you got uh, Critical Role D- Dimension 20? Yep. D- D20 or whatever, something like that. Um, you, then... you have the guys from uh, New Zealand yep. who do it. Uh, the, the fucking widespreadness of this OGL into the mainstream. You got the likes of... Philip DeFranco talking about this. Legal Eagle actually dropped a very good video. Um, I'll make sure to actually link that one where he was saying it's like, 
I don't think a lot of people need to be worried about the OGL because he went into the difference between trademark and copyright. And apparently, rules structure can't be copywritten and stuff. And so, like, you can use the D&D structure, not legal advice and whatever that he was talking about. But it was very interesting to, 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 to listen to that and him discuss the possibility of yeah wizards probably won't even have a leg to stand on if they decide to change the only thing that would get wizards in trouble is the 10 uh 1.0 a and how that seemed to have promised uh perpetual uh perpetual per- per- perpetuity perpetuity of that that agreement into the future and it's like yeah they're unable to change that and so now coming out with 1.1 would be kind of going against that and that's where some of the trouble could be so that legal legal eagle video is very interesting to uh to to listen to i find it funny how a uh billion dollar company wasn't go after people making money off of their own ideas using a game well it's, and, it's and the, coming it's, after 25 percent of it it's the uh the the rules of the game sh- shouldn't matter right it's just if you use Beholders, what are some other fucking <laughs> uh, wizards exclusive creatures? I can only think of beholders as like one of the exclusive yeah. creatures in the D and D world that is part of D and D. But you can't like like using that is where you get into that trouble territory because that's trademark as where having a two action system is non copyrightable because it's the rules. But again, I feel this kind of legal word wordness is important for magic players as well because it's like Wizards is going out of their way to have these kind of discussions to change something for them to benefit to benefit from because uh, it's definitely a, a true case of the amount of D and D content that is put out there that they're profiting they're not able to profit on is uh, a lot. And not saying that they should profit off of that kind of stuff, but they're looking at that as like, oh, that's a that's a delicious looking piece of pie right there and stuff. People are using the basis of D and D to do this shit. Well, it's that, and that's fine, but it's if they were to do that, what would stop any other game doing or any other companies going after their consumers? Like you bought a product, you made a product for us to use. We bought we bought it for a one time purchase. You want to want to talk about what some other companies are doing? I got some shit for you right here. Hmm. But you it's know, like, oh hey, it's like, oh hey, every time you play Uno, you owe us five dollars. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like why? Who who who's going to be checking in on shit like that? And the way that Wizards has said, it's like this is not going to be something that expects uh, that impacts the small it, creator. It's not ha- It's not Wizards. It's Hasbro. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. It's Hasbro. So Paizo. Uh, <laughs> you guys heard about Pi- so Paizo they make they make Pathfinder they came out with a response before Wizards came out with a response and saying that they are creating a uh, a new system a new OGL of their own and they want other people to join in it's called the Open RPG Creative License or the ORC and what that does it's like it it is uh, the way that they word it seems more uh community friendly non royalty yep. grabbing kind of uh, legal words around using Pathfinder 2 
for stuff. It's like, hey, you use this stuff, like you're fine, you're good. Use this rule base to be able to make your shit. We're not going to ask for shit because we believe the TTRPG community needs this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so Paizo is was uh, head spearing this before Wizards uh, announced this article on D and D Beyond, where they were responding, where they we roll the critical one. <laughs> fucking cheeky bastards and um yeah so paizo coming in to try and like snipe up some of the there's so many disgruntled D players so many disgruntled D players oh yeah is that shocking though like it's not shocking it's, there so, should be though like the one thing that shocks me the one thing that shocks me is that the outcry from what i have seen online for the uh for the ogl seemed way bigger than what the Magic 30th edition seemed online. And because of that, there's like these things of boycott D&D, boycott Wizards, so much more of that stuff I saw in those words compared to the 30th edition for Magic. I'm like, oh, well, this is clearly something that's going to like affect some number of share prices. None of the share price of Hasbro did not get touched. It's still moving up. It's like $65 per share right now as where a month ago it was like, 58 or whatever so it's still this whole it, it, it's plateaued a little bit at the moment it's like dancing up and down around there and stuff but like the fact that this boycott of like hey stop stop fucking wizards from doing this kind of shit has not been affecting their stock prices and that gets me a little worried in the back of my head because hasbro <laughs> hasbro definitely seems to be very worried about their shareholders and stuff like everything that they're doing is like we're trying to achieve that 110 dollars shareholder price that we had uh, mid-covid and shit like that and they're year, just year and a half ago year and a half ago yeah where yeah. they were upper 100s or yeah. up above 100 dollars per share and uh, now, now with this uh, game, the gamer article here, it's like, <laughs> you know what? The, you know least, what they're sitting at least ten thousand complaints. It's like oh you know the God. sad part, like, and you just talked about it too. The price for their stock, I just checked it, is still sitting at sixty six dollars right now. Yeah, which is still lower than that hundred dollar, you know, upper almost a hundred dollar range that it had been sitting at for a while. But it's been climbing up the past month. Like I said, it yeah. was like fifty eight at the. It'll would, be it'll be interesting to see over this this next week how much that affects things. You know that D and D players, this OGL stuff is going to continue to get brought up. And as Magic players, I think we're, that we're more concerned about like this wordage getting used and see what kind of transfer we could see in the Magic sphere. And like I said last week, that's the only thing that I had originally thought of importance. Like if they're doing this to D and D. What's stopping them from sneezing yeah. over to fucking magic and doing this kind of words? Because it's like, ah, that's going to affect so much people. But it affects way more D&D people. Yeah. And the D&D community is bigger than the magic community, let's hope I would believe. Two things happen. One, it just gets resolved. That'd be the, I think, the one thing that all of us common nerds would think about is just hopefully it gets resolved. It gets fixed. People are happy again. That's a happy world. If that happy world doesn't <laughs> happen, that'd be nice. Us strictly magic players because I don't play D&D. Um, hopefully it doesn't f- affect magic. <laughs> All of this crap. So, But it will. Eventually it might, but... Well, it's the same company. It's the same company, but and, this is a different the, product. Different product, but the bleed over is there. Like, this is words if, if that they can using... do it, If they can do it with one of the products, what's stopping them from doing it right. with another product? But I, I don't know. I feel like... 
I'm not as versed in D&D and how things work with as far as when they release products, but I, I know it's not as frequent as Magic right now. And that's a no. whole separate issue. The the the, be- the last big set for D&D was Spelljackers over the summer that dropped in like August. You need to stop fucking rocking your chair because I got to edit this squeaking <laughs> out, you son of a bitch. Not your breath breathing? The, the breath breathing, you've been doing wonderful. Well, Anthony, you've I was been talk- doing I was wonderful. talking about you, sir. For in the in the mic? Yeah. Have you been hearing me? Pretty, pretty yeah, I have a few times. My bad. Anyway, but anyway fine. what were you going to say? Continue. Blow up on me, I'm going to blow up on you. <laughs> yeah. Matt, continue. I lost my train of thought. Well, well sounds like a personal problem. Well, I guess Should we're moving we, on then. Yeah, I was about to say, we'll, we'll see how this Sorry, develops Matt. and keeps moving on. But to kind of end on a nice, happy note, like we've talked about some kind of shitty things recently with the D&D and stuff. Um, content creator, uh, master of all things. Arguably extraordinaire. Awesome dude in the magic community, Wedge, um, went out and tweeted, and I'm just going to read his exact message. I'm not going to paraphrase it or anything. Uh, so hello, everyone. In the years leading up to my spinal injury in 2018, I lived an unhealthy life. I ate too much. I didn't exercise at all. And I didn't think about the long-term effects of either of those decisions. My lifestyle was a burden on myself, my family, friends, and the Manasaurus community as a whole. After doing nothing to address this compounding series of problems, I reached my highest weight ever at over 400 pounds. Being so large had an unnecessary difficulty in my initial phase of my recovery with the spinal injury. 12 months after the procedure, I stopped making videos and was around this time that I experienced my first post-surgical flare-up in my spine. It became painfully obvious that I needed to dedicate all of my time and energy to rehabilitation if I ever wanted to walk normally again. In my time away, I have recovered enough to begin daily ex- a daily exercise routine. I've lost over 90 pounds much more to go. I've regained confidence to use my legs and back. My digestive issues are largely a thing of the past. My mental health is in more of a stable place than it has been in years. I have been given a second chance at life, and I look forward to spending an important part of that with all of you doing what I love. Thank you for all of your patience, understanding, generosity, and well wishes over the past few years. May we all enjoy many more together. New videos up. Thanks for watching. Sincerely, Wedge. So I I personally, someone who I wasn't as heavy, but I was at my heaviest and needed to change things, I thoroughly enjoy this and that fact that he took time to like obviously if you're paying enough attention to the mana source you know some of the stuff that was maybe happening with wedge but the fact he's like hey i'm back baby let's go so fun fact about me and my uh connection with magic when i first started playing like wedge was the youtuber before the prof for me that i was watching uh to 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 learn magic learn history because wedge ha- wedge had breakdowns of colors decks the the, the storyline he had a great storyline that went through all the books of the thran up to planeswalker yeah i think stuff. the planeswalker series books they did yeah he went up to there and like that that that's what kickstarted me for like the amount of magic knowledge that i had at that point that expanded and wedge like i don't know he did it so well and so when i saw this i'm like 
fuck. This is wonderful. 2023 getting a beautiful kickoff. Having Wedge come back make, making co- content. Have I you, hope he takes have it Have you easy. watched his video yet? I did watch his video. How was it? It was fabulous. He goes talking about the Boros Legion, and it's just like a Boros breakdown in, in the Wedge style that you expect. If you haven't watched Wedge, like Wedge is definitely like cornerstone magic content uh, production and stuff like I think he does a great job like seeing him post again I'm like oh my gosh seeing the thumbnails for the YouTube I'm like this is kind of taking me back to when I first started watching <laughs> it's like wedge pivotal fucking pin of the community I hope that you know he takes it e- easy the community uh, support that you saw on Twitter when he made this post phenomenal everybody loves because wedge again he, he's this massive guy that just makes great content he was a linchpin that helped get people to understand magic and i just want to like highlight the fact if you haven't heard of wedge or if you didn't hear that he has dropped a new video and he's going to be coming back making stuff for the community wedge is a guy to be supporting for sure definitely i'm actually really excited to hopefully he ends up on one of the shuffle up and plays with the prof. Dude, you since, know prof since, is going to get his well, ass over there. Well, that's because they're really good friends. So yeah, they are. And it's going to be great. I just wonder what they're going to do though. Like that's what I'm curious about. I don't know what it would be. It could be any because that's the thing with Wedge. Wedge wasn't restricted. Like he he did he, like everything. He did it all. He yep. did it all. Like yeah. He he was in the same. He's in the same boat as Prof. Like he yes. does a lot. I mean, Prof does specific stuff but prof also touches on a lot of things too yes so i mean and then with shuffle up and play like he's been branching that out more which is really awesome so i mean yeah it could be anything i kind of i hope it's like you get to see a commander video and maybe also get to see a modern play of him and prof playing i'd be totally down because i would love to see prof play his fish against something that wedge likes to play in modern and i don't know what would that be but wedge is back baby I'm excited. That Boros video, I'm linking it down below. Like, I'm going to link the tweet, but I'm going to specifically link his video as well, so you can just click that and find that. Hell yeah. Well, let's jump into some conjured currency. Matt, take us away. Ugh. So, like I said, I didn't I didn't have any time to, like, do a lot of research, so oh, I don't I even, get to play the game? If you want to play I the, did read the article. I Fuck did, yes. I did not read the article. Okay, so I get to take, I get to take the Matt roll. Yeah, I was just about to Matt, say if you want to Matt take is this. playing the game today. Um, here... We go. So, Weekly Winners is a wonderful article posted out by MTG Stocks, our source that we use on this. They released the article for the Weekly Winners, which knows three cards that are moving up in price, three cards that are moving down in price, and they give some reasons as to why these articles come out on Friday. We record on Monday. So, if there are any price differences, we will let you know what they are. So, here is the first card hidden gib uh gibnon or gibbons 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 is sitting at four dollars and 49 cents as of friday it went up 290 percent and i'm even gonna get it over here so i can read it a little bit better and this is out of urza's legacy it is a one green card when an opponent casts an instant spell hidden gibbons is an enchantment it becomes a 4-4 ape creature. Why is this going up, Matt? Okay, so is it reserve list? It is. This, n- um, this one it might be. but I forget. How do I check on here? You just, just scroll reserved. a little further down there on the thing. 
it'll say reserve list, yes or no. No, not reserve no, list. No, right there here. it is. Found okay, it. So, uh, Hidden Gibbons, not reserve list. This is an interesting card. I'm just going to take a stab in the dark. Um, Commander-based, when it has to do with uh, the Ukiba Prince with the banana artifact and stuff, like apes is the... Monkeys and apes. Is the, is, is the deck that a lot that's of people are talking about, and that's kind of like the zeitgeist of Commander and stuff. And the fact that this is an ape that is hard to remove because it's an enchantment because it only turns into an ape when they cast spells. Correct. Amundo. Makes it like a good ape where it like gets ape buffs but doesn't uh, falter to Supreme Verdicts or Damnation kind of a thing. Correct. Amundo. It is because of Kibbo. Of which, fun fact for you, I can't remember if it was Barrow or if it was Casey, but... <laughs> That that is when I'm done with these two commander decks I'm working on right now. That is my next commander deck, and I picked up the pre uh, the release weekend one from Josh today. Very oh, sick. So borderless, you got borderless up, foil. Hit up Jason Ashcraft. He's also talking about making a Kibo. Ooh, Kibo I will. Deck. I will. Uh, I will shoot him a message then and introduce myself. Yeah, and <laughs> gonna we can compare. He's gonna have a troop. All right. So yes, mono green. Uh, well. It is because of Kibbo and Commander, so there is that for you. Um, it is also getting played in some pre-modern format. Oh, pre-modern! Yeah, we don't so, we don't hear we don't hear about that too 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 often. So that is the deck that it has listed as a pre-modern deck, and it's a mono green one. So, mm. all right, next Cityscape Leveler twelve. Oh, sorry. I forgot to go what the price is sitting at now. It was Barra. Barra. Yes, thank you. I did. So I have the commander. So I have it picked up. Um, But for Hidden Gibbons, average price right now is sitting, as of today, $9.49. Market price, $1.84. Foils of this card, $42.97. And European average, $1.50. As a reminder, average price is what people are selling. Market price is what people are buying. European average is what Europeans are selling. All right. So Cityscape Leveler is out of Brothers War. It's eight colorless. It has trample. It's an artifact creature construct. It's an 8-8. It has unearth for eight. It also has the fun text in here. When you cast You're a sick bastard if you think that's fun. <laughs> I think it's fun. You're a sick <laughs> bastard, too. <laughs> anyway, uh, when no you cast this spell or whenever Cityscape Leveler attacks, destroy up to one target non-land permanent. Its controller creates a tapped Power Stone token. Yeah. Name the format that is predominantly why this is moving up. Uh, Pioneer. Wrong. Really? Yes. Wow. Was it standard? Wrong again. I'm Modern? Commander. Mono Green Tron oh, is yeah, playing yeah. this in its builds. Holy shit. I got caught off guard. I know we talked about this with our J episode that's going to be coming out on Wednesday. Cityscape yep. Leveler got um, talked there, and it's like, oh, Pioneer. It's in, in the list that it, it is showing in the article, it's running two copies in the main board. And then it is, is it running additionals inside? It is not No, so, on the list that they gave. Karn so, just grabs it once it exiles itself on Earth. So there is that. And then as far as, so this was sitting at $12.99, moving up 72%. But as of today, average price is $18.45. Market price is $13.69. Foils, $13.48. 
little different there. But I suppose some having some issues with the curling still, so people don't want those foils. But the European average, $6.78. It does have a pre-release copy. It has a promo stamp with that Planeswalker stamp copy sitting at $14.49 and has a borderless sitting at $18.40 with a European average of $8.82. That's the one you got to get. So there is that. Luckily, I've got a few of these in my Brother's War I'm stuff. I'm blown away I that it's three. actually modern that is talked about here moving these right? escape level. Like, it's a good card. Don't get me wrong. So like, it, this thing is... In their description, uh, besides Pioneer and Explorer, it has seen some standard playing is a control-style decks that are trying to ramp into big, scary creatures, but predominantly it's going in mono-green Tron decks. So there is that. It's a good tool. Now, the last of the weekly winners. We've got Counterbalanced specifically. This is the Cold Snap version. So for those of you who don't know, two blue pips, when an enchantment, whenever an opponent casts a spell, you may reveal the top card of your library. If you do counter that spell, if it has the same converted mana cost as the revealed card. So they play a... Two converted mana cost cantrip, and you flip over a counter spell. So it's a nice, fun, cheeky. <laughs> you know that they know you have a counter spell coming, but it still counters it without actually having to play the counter spell. So as of Friday, this was sitting at thirty four dollars and zero cents. So just thirty thirty four dollars even. It went up seventeen percent, and as of today, the average price is sitting at thirty four dollars and seventy nine cents. Market is $29.61. Foils of this cold snap version are sitting at $144. And European average, $11.79. Name that format. Okay, so I know counterbalance deck is a big thing in Legacy. Like, that is a legit deck. Miracles. Okay, okay. Uh, like, uh, Miracles counterbalance. All right, okay. Uh, where it has Sensei's Divining Top yep, you're and talk, Terminus. You're talking your way through this, but kay. let's see if it will help you get to where you need to be. But the, this is in Modern as well. I don't think that there's been anything in Brothers War, and I think that's the only that's going to be the tricky one. Like, if it's going to be Legacy or Modern, I, there hasn't been anything in, like, the Commander product that would do this. Like, if Aminatu didn't make, like, top deck manipulation... <laughs> legacy yeah it's legacy oh god damn it. <laughs> i was right right away i'm sitting here going is he gonna talk his way out of giving the right answer man if i would have talked a little more <laughs> you would have pulled a me all right so yes legacy specifically is it delver decks are running this in is did, it, did they talk? Did they talk about the the counterbalance decks though, with like top and they did. terminus? They as did. Well? Okay. Uh, back in 2017, miracles. Uh, yeah, they used to. Do um, so Sensei's divining top was banned in Legacy, so uh, <sighs> the deck was simply too strong. So counterbalance dropped rapidly. Uh, it is an uncommon out of cold snap, so it hasn't seen a real reprint other than the invocation prints. But it has been picking up steam again as a sideboard piece for Is It Delver decks in Legacy. Yeah, so... And yes, uh, the counterbalance the masterpiece <laughs> invocation masterpiece is sitting at, because there are only foils, 
It's sitting at $99.22. Market price for this, $93.79. European average, $50 or $53.49. 53 euros. Dollars, remember. We covered this with Christian. They do still say dollars. They still say dollars? Yes. Uh, I thought I thought when we were talking that or was, it was like... Or were we pound, talking uh, cents? I thought, yeah, I think, it's the cent part. They still say cent, but it's euros. Okay, because so euros, dollars. More, you, you get the point. You get more bang for your buck with a euro to a U.S. dollar True than debt. you do for a dollar to a euro. Yeah. But there is that. And now, Matt, since I got to be you, you get to be me. Hit us up with some cheap pickups oh shit yeah i have been, i have not done a cheap pickups in yeah. a long fucking time so you know the downside is i was hoping this was going to be a three for three spoilers it's not <laughs> so Man. first off we have can uh canoptic scarab swarm this came out of the warhammer 40k deck this is not the surge foil one four dollars 94 cents and moving up it's four mana artifact insect one one flying when it enters the battlefield exile turk player's graveyard for each artifact or land exiled this way create a one one insect artifact creature token we're flying this way that's very good this one was identified on the mtg premium penny stocks feature and uh, that's a cool thing to be doing with mtg stocks right there diabolic intent next card Newly printed in Brothers War, card was Commander Powerhouse. A lot of players like to use it. Getting a, a standard reprint has dramatically dropped the price. It's at $8 and slowly moving down. It is Black 1 Sorcery. Additional cost to cast it, sack a creature. Then you get to tutor for something. Market price six sixty seven sixty six. And I'm just curious. The Plane Shift copy is still 30 bucks, And Brothers War... Borderless is eight thirty eight. Battle bond copies twelve dollars. I'm gonna get one hundred and twenty. This is a card that uh, commander players like to, to play. So, speaking of commander cards that they love to play but can't, you skip that. All right, Primeval Titan. <laughs> Specifically, the oh wait, there it is. Thanks. Got him. I had it on my screen, but you okay. kept scrolling, so I didn't know if you were gonna jump in. They started showing stuff more at the bottom, like the the, the previous articles, which is a new feature on. Uh, MTG stocks that they did there. So, all right, finish it off strong. Primeval Titan, Prime Time Classic, the old border from Time Spiral Remastered, moving down $4.90 and slowly moving down. This modern staple and banned card in Commander, you can get yourself some pretty cheap if you want to make those Prime Time decks in modern. Amulet yeah. Titan, baby. It's a good it. deck. It's still good. Like, that's one of the decks that... It's a sleeper all the time. It is. Like, if you're not prepared for it, it you're going to get fucking clapped by this yeah. fucking Prime. And uh, <laughs> it's always good. There's not too much new tech that can get into there because it's like... It, it, the, the deck, honestly, in the back of my head, I always think of it as like, if it's if it's uh, the, the improvements that it needs to have to make it better is very high. The bar is high to do everything that it does like the deck has everything already so although all i gotta say is my favorite time playing against that deck because what is it um the green search for free spell but then you have to pay your upkeep oh some respect some respect uh yeah playing against one of our buddies that used to be very show up at league always played prime time deck um with his you know the amulets and everything uh did summoner's pack and i looked at his lands i'm sitting here going <laughs> he had a bounce land 
and I assassins trophied it at the end of my turn. Nice. <laughs> and he just looks at me and goes, fuck, I lose. <laughs> oh, shit. I'll have to remember this because this brings up a thought cast question that I had like a, uh, a week or two back from an article that I read. Well, you do that instead of the one I put in there then. But I'll write it down. While you're putting that in there, Danny, have you ever sat and wondered, hey, I want to keep track of cards like, I don't know, I don't know, like a Chrome Mox, say? I don't have one of those. I thought you did. No. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Did you not get one of the bundles for the anniversary calendar thing? I haven't opened that. Oh, no. Well, you got a Chrome Mox in there if you need one. What's the one you're always checking? Mox Diamond. Thank you. I knew it was a Mox. <laughs> so have you ever it's been Chrome? <laughs> he does mine's have worth, one though. Mine's worth a lot more. Have Have you ever been sitting here going, "Nope, huh?" Never. I wonder if there is an easier way to check the price on how much my Mox Diamond, my Mox Diamond, is selling for. Nope. Oh, not well, once. Well, cool. Not not once since I've gotten it. Well, shit. What? I don't know what that does then. But Matt. Have you ever <laughs> been wondering how much you could get your Chrome Mox sold for I mean, that you got out too. of? I don't got a Chrome Mox. Yes, you do. <laughs> oh, my you God. You son of a bitch. I opened it with you. Yeah. Stop <laughs> ruining the bit about TCG Sniper and how they are a great resource. We're just sniping you from the hills. Finding great pricing on cards that you can sell them at high value. I'm going with the bit a little bit more because you ruined the bit. I'm taking in. Take. Or how you can find them at lower so prices just by putting them on a list and they notify you. And if you have the premium version, the plus membership, you have unlimited. But if you have the basic, you still get 15. I thought they upped that. It is 15. It's 15. It's it used to be five. used to be five. Now it's up to yeah, 15. Yeah, it's up to yeah. 15. And they're, and they're doing great things. And if you say the guys from this week at MTG sent them, they can get three months of that plus membership for free. That's right. You heard me. For free, you jackasses that ruined the bit. Put on record, I did not ruin the bit. (laughs) You never got the chance to do the bit. I blame Matt. I wasn't going to ruin a bit. (laughs) I blame Matt. It's always Matt's fault. (laughs) Fucking Matt. It is. He didn't do his homework. So Garrett God. wasn't on the the, the Come on, Matt. receiving side, so I blame Matt. I, it's I Matt's even, fault. Listen, I'll I haven't found a way to show up late. You did. Miracles you did. can happen. They do happen. Do any of you guys, next time I have three additional kids come over, want to come just be no. with us? No. <laughs> no. Well, no. then fuck all y'all. Just tell us, and then I'll go in and do notes. Nah. We good. Anyway, <laughs> that brings us to the end of this wonderful episode. So thank you, Legendary Magic. That's right. I'm going to keep going because you all pissed That's me fine. off with ruining the bit, Danny. Who wants some buffalo wings? Yo, Doug. <laughs> Hungry. All right. So thank you, Legendary Magic Folk, for making it to the end of episode 170 of This Week in MTG. Thank you to our Patreons who think this content worth is worth listening to and monetarily providing us ways to fill your magic collections with fun stuff 
and then listen to Danny ruin bits and then Matt <laughs> further ruin the bits and You're piss welcome. off. And never given Anthony a chance to Yo. save Y'all, the bits. Y'all pissed me off enough. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right. But we'd also like to take the time to thank jdub sports card and wow. gaming for sponsoring us and if you're looking to get anything magic related make sure to go check them out now do you guys have anything else other than ruining bits nope i'm good that's all i'm here for or not getting oh, well. a chance to fix the bits my thing i want to say is uh keep an eye out for wednesday which will have a pioneer discussion with jay of mtg drip on twitter and then friday we're gonna have another thoughtcast friday or saturday one of those two is gonna be the thoughtcast as well yeah cool. uh yeah the only thing i have is uh danny and matt and garrett are all wrong i am a real estate tycoon i heard that you fucks <laughs> i had to i had to do it i had to do it i know All right, so we will see you next time. Peace. Deuces. Bye. Adios. Congratulations. You made it to the end of this week's episode of This Week in MTG. Your listenership means so much to us. Make sure to follow the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or on the podcatcher of your choice. You can watch the live stream recording of the podcast every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time over on YouTube and twitch.com slash thisweekinmtg. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can send us a message to our Facebook, Twitter, or send us an email at thisweekinmtg at gmail.com. For all these links and more, check out our link tree at linktr.ee slash thisweekinmtg. Thanks so much. Hey, hey. You'll get your own thing in due time.